Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and as ever, I'm joined by Old King Goal, Greg Browning. How you doing, Greg? Yeah, very well, thanks. Good. It's been another good week of betting, eh? It has, actually. It's been a great start to the season. Um, all mate, continue. And another big week of betting ahead of us, but before we get there, let's have a wee recap of last week's bets. Um, we did pretty well. We got five out of six tips that we put on the podcast, I think. Yeah, really good early season form, going the way it should be. We had Hibs to score two against St Johnston, which they did. We had Dungeon United to score two um, away at Dunfermline. And we had quite a few winners in England as well. So, all in all, uh, a crack on weekend and you'll take five out of six every week. Yeah, I don't suppose you could have scripted the Hibs game any better. Two goals for Hibs, as you predicted, and a late equaliser for St Johnston. It was probably our first good moment of the season, actually. The last kick of the game, so a thoroughly enjoyable trip to Edinburgh, as it always is when we go to Easter Road. Let's hope we get more of the same this weekend. It's a cracking-looking card this weekend. Um, a lot of matches are really fancy, both on the Saturday and the Sunday. So, yes, more of the same, please. And last week we mentioned the Scottish Development League. And again, a few winners through the week, Monday and Tuesday, thanks to some kind of late team news that we managed to pick up before the games. That's right. We spoke about that in last week's podcast, how important it was to get early team news on these games. So St Johnson went at home to Queen of the South in the Reserve League Cup. So checking Twitter and the Saints team news came out and we'd fielded uh, five first team players. So we had Callahan, Hendry, Swanson, Wotherspoon, so all first team players playing. So a really, really strong squad against what's a really poor Queen of the South reserve side and it finished 6-0. And we also had a bit of inside info on the Airdrie match. I was contacted by a Twitter follower who advised me that Airdrie were playing five first team players in their match against East Cobride. And again, great insight that and they won 5-0. So terrific start to the season in that league. Well, hopefully we can get some more of that information as the season goes on. Certainly if there's anyone out there who's got some early team news or some insight in terms of how many uh, first-team players are likely to be playing in this reserve league, then it can really make a difference. So don't be shy of sharing that info, either with us on Twitter or on the site at Mr Fix-It's Tips. And just finally, wrapping up on our previous successes, um, Strom's Godset also won at the weekend. That's right. They won 2-1 on Sunday. Sunday evening they won 2-1. Uh, even money, so over 2.5 goals landed. I think we discussed that again on a previous podcast to back goals in their home matches and that's that's landed again, so keep an eye out for their home matches anyway, especially for goals. Good stuff, I think that's probably enough backslapping for now, so let's crack on with this weekend's games. And First up, we've got Dundee Derby on Friday night, 7.45 kick-off on BT Sport 1, and it's hard to see anything other than a home win for United here. I think you're absolutely spot on. United have started the season fantastically well. They've won all three games. They're scoring goals. We've obviously spoken about Shankland the last two or three weeks now, and we'll keep speaking about him because he keeps scoring goals. He's now scored six goals this season, six goals in three matches, and you have to fancy him to score against what's pretty pure Dundee side. They've signed a lot of players. They've got striking options, but it's just not happening for them so far. They drew again last week at home to Inverness, and I, th- I think they're going to struggle at Tannadice. Respecting a full house. United at home under Robbie Nielsen have been good. I think I had a quick look today and United have won eight of their last nine home games in the Championship. So they are starting to turn Tannadice into a bit of a fortress. As I said before, Shankland's got six goals and I think a great start for this match is eight of the last nine matches have all gone over 2.5 goals. So we could definitely see goals, but I think Dungeon United will be the team to back here. And it's a chance for United this early in the season to go, what, seven points ahead of Dundee. 
Um, that's quite some bragging rights for them if they, if they get the three points. It absolutely is, yeah. If we're only into the end of August and to have a seven-point gap against what you would probably call their their main challenges for the title in the Championship. So it's a massive boost for them United. I think they'll be looking to push on to seven points. They're at home. There'll be a sellout crowd there. And Shankland, he, having looked at him today, he's currently even money to score any time. Yeah. So he'll be really popular, and I think he's ten to three to score to score first with bet three six five. Yeah, Dundee United are ten to eleven, I think, to win the match. Same price to score two or more goals, and I think it's really take your pick from any of those bets. What would you be nailing your colours to? Well, I think I'll practice what I preach, and we'll go for goals here, and that, that served us well so far this season. The Hibs game on Saturday is a great example of that. Similar price last week, they scored two. Same again this week. We'll have a lot of success this season, I think, by backing teams to score two goals. doesn't matter if Dundee score. If Dundee can score two goals, the bet's landed. Well, hopefully it kind of follows on from the other Friday night games that have already been played in the Championship this season because they've all been pretty entertaining. Um, so make sure you tune in for that one. On to Saturday then, and at Motherwell, you fancy goals when Hibs come calling? Yeah, Hibs travel to Motherwell. So having seen Hibs in action again on Saturday against Johnston, they are a threat going forward still. But defensively, I'd, I'd say they've, they've got a lot, a lot of work to do. Motherwell have started the season really well. They started the Betfred Cup campaign really well, scoring lots of goals. Liam Donnelly, I think he's in seven goals now for the season, including two goals against Celtic. I fancy them to score against Hibs, but that said, I'd be very surprised if Hibs didn't score. Canberra's still a threat, but as I said before, they've got other players in that squad and that team who can who can hurt you. Yeah, Scott Allen's there. They've got Stevie Mallon, who's probably, in my opinion, the best delivery of a set piece or a free kick in the league. Yeah. And they've also got Horgan um, to come on as well. So definitely attacking options for Hibs. The the Hibs fans are starting to lose patience a little bit with Hickenbottom, especially after Saturday's draw at home to St Johnston. But I think they can definitely go to Motherwell on Saturday and at least score at least once. So I think over 2.5 goals is probably the best rate for that match. Yeah, I don't think Hibs have really clicked into gear just yet, but as you say, they're still dangerous, especially against teams in and around the same area in the league. Motherwell, always good for a goal at home. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't disagree with over two and a half goals as your pick there. So that's even money? Even money with Skybet, which I think is pretty good actually for that match. And it's, it's surprising that Skybet are leading the market for that one as well. Yeah, it's unusual. Um, elsewhere in Scotland, the one that stands out, I think, is Cove Rangers at home at Queen's Park. And a Cove are 8-11 to to win. Um, and on paper, Queen's Park are third in the league, but it's maybe a bit of a false position for them. Their two wins have come against Brecon and Stirling, who occupy 11th and 12th in the table. I think by all accounts, Cove are expected to win this league fairly comfortably. So an 8-11 to price on them to win at home looks pretty reasonable this stage of the season. Yeah, definitely. For, for me, this will probably be the biggest price you'll get this season on Cove being at home. I think there's no doubt they'll win this league. They've started the season fantastically well. They've got 10 points from their opening four matches. They're at home. They've scored 14 goals this season already as well. So I think the point you made a minute ago regarding Queen's Park, they have started the season relatively well. But like you said, they have played the, the league's weaker teams, especially in Brecon, who sacked Barry Smith probably not long after that. And Stirling Albion have been struggling as well. So not a false position for Queen's Park, but it's a different proposition now for them going up to Aberdeen, playing a team who, for example, have got Fraser Fivey in the squad. Yeah. He's played for Aberdeen, Wigan, Hibs, Dundee United. Let's be honest, there's, there's no way he should be playing in the fourth tier of Scottish football. Yeah. But 
Paul Hartley's managed to sign them up. They've got, they've got a good squad there and they'll win most weeks. So there's obviously value there on Cove to win the match 8-11. But a market that I've raised quite a few times so far this season is the win and over 1.5 goals market. So at the moment, you're getting Cove to win and two goals in the game at 11-10 to 10 with Betway, which I think is a cracking price. Yeah, it certainly looks a good way of getting value out of the game. Cove to score over one and a half is eight to eleven as well. So certainly, if you can get the other side of even money um, on them to win and there to be over one and a half goals in the game, makes a lot of sense. Especially when Cove are averaging three and a half goals per match on their own. So yeah, that looks like good value. What I would say is um, Queens Park's away form. I think last season anyway, a lot of their points was collected back at Hamden. Yeah. I think they only won four of their 18 away games last season. So again, it's a long trek up to Aberdeen. I think that Cove will be too good for them. OK, so before we move on to England, can we just recap on those Scottish tips then? So Dundee United to score two or more against Dundee, and that's 10-11 to 11 with Skybet. That's yep. obviously on Friday night. We've got Motherwell hosting Hibs on Saturday. And again, that's even money for over 2.5 goals. And from the Scottish Division 2 on Saturday, we've got Cove Rangers to win and over 1.5 goals at 11-10 to 10 with Betway. OK, moving on to England. And I know we've discussed uh, Norwich previously on the podcast already this season. And they're likely to be a very attacking team this season and probably a good team to get on board with goals. They visit West Ham on Saturday. In between us, we both like the idea over two and a half goals, but having looked at the price at one to two, it's just too short. Yeah, it's very short. I think looking at Norwich's start, the number of goals they've scored so far, Pookie's in fire, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely hammering the goals in. I think he's, he's a top goal scorer so far. Yeah. So no surprise to see that um, shortened right down in a one to two. But like you say, definitely backable if you want to double that up or add it to accumulator. Yeah, the last two meetings between them finished in two two draws. Just touching on Pookie, I see that he's 28-1 to one to finish top goal scorer. Would you be having some of that? It's a cracking price anyway. It really depends on, one, can Norwich sustain the kind of play they're playing at the moment? Obviously, teams like Man City and Spurs are going to create lots more chances than, than Norwich are. So I think for me, Norwich will probably score goals against teams in, in and about them, but will maybe struggle away from home against teams like Arsenal, Chelsea, Man U. Yeah, so we do think there's goals, but I think that's one probably best suited to an accumulator rather than a, a single bet at the short price at 1-2. The other ones I like to look at was Ipswich to score two against Shrewsbury. Uh, Ipswich are the top goal scorers in the league with 11 goals, albeit that's been slightly skewed a bit by their win at Bolton last week with five goals to nil. But they're certainly like a goal scorers in their team in the shape of James Norwood, Caden Jackson and Luke Garbutt. Norwood leads away with four goals. I think Ipswich always will always be a good team to back at home in this division. Again, their squad looks far stronger than anything else in the division and they should be looking to come straight back up. Yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a big scalp in that league. Teams will probably try and sit in, but like you say, they've got a lot of quality up front and they should be looking to win most of their games and you'd fancy them to score two goals against the shoes beside that have started OK, but nowhere near the quality that Ipswich have. Yeah, so Ipswich are 19-20 to 20 to win the game, but I think I prefer the even money on them to score two or more. Uh, especially at Portman Road. No, it's a good shout. And I, again, I think we'll keep speaking about goals on the podcast, but I think for me, and I think you also agree, that it's certainly the best way to look at obviously trying to gain profit, not having to worry about teams winning matches, just as long as they score two goals, everyone's happy. Yeah. Elsewhere in England, there's several other games that we like to look off, but I think the one that we're settled on is Lincoln v Fleetwood. Both have scored 10 goals in their opening five games, so they're right up there in terms of the leading goal scorers in the division. I also like Paddy Madden 
for Fleetwood. He's a player who just seems to always be on the score sheet. He's already scored four in his first six games for Fleetwood this season. Lincoln were pretty impressive against Everton the other night. Two goals in the last 10 minutes were required from Everton to get past Lincoln in a 4-2 win. Lincoln have lost the last three, but they've won the last two at home. Um, and they've scored in every match so far this season, so certainly very capable of getting on the score sheet on Saturday. Similarly, Fleetwood have failed to score in only one game out of the six that have played so far this season, and that was against Nottingham Forest in the League Cup. So I think there could be goals uh, when these two sides meet on Saturday. Over two and a half goals at four to five. Looks a decent price. And Lincoln at home as well, very strong at home. They were strong last season at home. I think they're one of the best records in the league at home anyway in terms of points. Again, so yeah, they look like a shout to score two on Saturday. Other ones you might want to consider for your line are Wickham to score two or more at Wimbledon. We mentioned them last week in the podcast and they delivered for us. Greg, you were quite keen on Luton to score two or more. I am actually, they've, they've started the season really well, Luton, scoring lots of goals and they're playing a Huddersfield side that definitely look like they have a hangover from last season's relegation. They've lost four in a row, I think they're still managerless. Uh, Kenilworth Road isn't an easy place to go. Luton for me looked great value at 11 to 10 to score two goals in that game. Yeah, and the last one that I like to look at was Salford to score two or more against Leighton Orient. These are the two teams that were promoted last season from the National League, and I think Salford have kicked on again from last season and will be looking to make a big impact in that division this year. So they'll expect to win at home last season. They beat Leighton Orient 3 0 in the corresponding fixture last term. Um, so them to score two plus might also be worth looking at. But in terms of our tips for the week, it's Ipswich to score two or more against Shrewsbury, even money. Lincoln Fleetwood to finish over two and a half goals at four to five. But certainly if you're looking for extra ones to add to your coupon, we wouldn't advise against West Ham v Norwich over two and a half goals. Wickham to score two or more. Luton to score two or more. Or Salford to score two or more. Now moving on to Sunday, uh, there's a massive game in Scotland. And although we've touched on Paddy Madden, there might be another Madden that's the centre of attention come <laughs> Sunday lunchtime. Yes, uh, Bobby Madden's got the thankless task of refereeing the first old firm game of the season at Ibrox between Rangers and Celtic. It's a match I'm really looking forward to. and I think, to be fair, most neutrals will be. You could probably say it's the first time, really, since Rangers came back up into the Premiership that this season there could be a title challenge. I think Celtic have obviously won the previous league campaigns at a canter, really. And I haven't had much of a challenge. But having looked at last season results, Rangers won both the home games 2-0 and 1-0. So it's definitely a, a bit of a challenge for Celtic this year, going to Ibrox to try and get something from the game. Yeah, yeah and I think Rangers' decision to cut Celtic's allocation has proven to be a bit of a masterstroke. Only 800 fans have been at Ibrox for the last two games. And to be fair, Celtic have, have also done the same to Rangers at Celtic Park. But since Rangers have done that, They've won both games at Ibrox, so maybe a bit of a surprise to see Celtic as big as 21-10 to 10 to win the game. I think that's probably the highest that I've seen them since Rangers came back into the, the top tier. Think there's any value there, Greg? I, I don't think there is, to be fair. I think Celtic got a big price for a reason. Uh, they're away from home. As you said, they've got a limited allocation now, a uh, reduced allocation now at Ibrox. They obviously played in Sweden on Thursday evening so come back from that that won't have too much of an impact on it but I think the reason why Celtic are 2-1 or just above 2-1 is the fact that they, they lost both games at Ibrox last season 2-0 and 1-0 Yeah and in terms of how the game might go we mentioned Bobby Madden he could be a key man on Sunday 
Indeed, he um, in his last three old firm games, he has sent three players off. So there'll definitely be um, support, I would say, for another sending off in Sunday's match. It's 9-4 to four at the moment with bet 365, which is a bit short for a sending off. But to be fair, though, that's what to expect in terms of markets and what the bookies set them out at for no firm game. They often bump up the, the market lines in terms of what they're expecting to happen. So from a card's perspective, I think there's definitely value to be had on cards. I'm not convinced of the current card line at over 6.5. Seven bookings is a decent amount of bookings to have, albeit it is an old firm game, but having looked at last season's card totals, only one of those matches went above seven cards. So I think it may pay dividends to actually go with player bookings. Uh, hands up, um, Scott Brown. So no surprise to see him at the centre of any action when it comes to cards in an old firm game. He was booked in all four league games last season against Rangers. He's been booked in six of the last seven meetings between the two sides. And I probably fully expect him at Ibrox to get booked again. Yeah, he really lets you down when it comes to cards at Ibrox, does Scott Brown? He thrives in that atmosphere. He'll thrive being at Ibrox. But I think he's he's a year older. He's not as young as he used to be. His booking records at Ibrox, obviously, um, tells its own story. So he's 10 to 11 to be booked. It's not a great price, to be fair, for a booking. But given that Scott Brown and it's Rangers away, I think that's, for me that's probably my best bet of the game actually, is Scott Brown to be booked. Okay, any others we should be looking out for if we think there's going to be some cards? I think Katic is probably a good shout. He's been booked four times already this season. Um, he's obviously facing a class striker in Edward. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him booked. And obviously there's the, the fans' favourite for a booking, uh, Alfredo Morelles. He, he's probably the, the favourite to be booked and I think the markets indicate that he's as short as 5-6 to six. it really depends whether or not Stephen Jarrett starts him in this match or he goes for Jermaine Defoe and I'm guessing that goals will be popular for punters this weekend as well at Ibrox I would say so I don't think Celtic are convincing defensively um, Rangers look a lot better in attack anyway scoring a lot more goals and I, I think Celtic's main strength is obviously in attack they've scored 15 goals already in the league this season more than capable of going to Ibrox and scoring but I can't see Rangers not scoring. So at the moment, over 2.5 goals is even money with William Hill, which I think is actually a really good price. Yeah, that looks kind of stand out for me. Um, having done a wee bit of research on the game earlier today, one of the things that stood out for me, which was quite interesting, was how clinical Celtic are in comparison to Rangers. Um, Celtic score with every 3.3 shots on target at the moment in the league, whereas with Rangers it's every seven. So... I guess Rangers may be creating more chances, but Celtic certainly more uh, deadly in front of goals. So that that in itself might tell a story. If Celtic's defence isn't what it should be, then if Rangers are creating chances, then the goals might come for them. Yeah, definitely. I think if Rangers can create chances, a bit like Motherwell did against them, so although Celtic were really good in attack, they conceded two goals away to Motherwell. Rangers at Ibrox are a, a much stronger proposition than Motherwell away. So I would definitely expect Rangers to score on, Saturday, on Sunday. Okay, doc. Either way, I think it should be a, a cracking game. Um, plenty at stake already at this stage in the season. Um, so look forward to that one. Okay, I think that's probably us for the week. Um, can we just do a quick recap on our tips for the weekend then? Yeah, of course. So starting tomorrow night, we've got Dungeon United to score two goals against Dundee at 10 to 11 with Skybet. We've got Motherwell versus Hibs over 2.5 goals at even money. And we've got Cove Rangers to win 
and over two goals in the match at 11 to 10. Okay, and in England, our two tips are Ipswich to score two or more at Shrewsbury at even money and over two and a half goals at Lincoln v Fleetwood. And onto the Rangers Celtic game on Sunday, Brown to get carded is the best bet there. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. That's us done for another week. Um, as always, if you could subscribe to our SoundCloud channel, that would be great. We'll hopefully be on iTunes pretty soon and across various other channels. We're always keen to hear any questions or queries that you might have, or if you have any late team news that you think is worth sharing, please do so at hello at gambler.co.uk. Gambler is G-A-M-B-L-A. Other than that, look forward to doing it all again next week. Thanks, Greg. Thanks a lot.